Thank you for checking out this episode of Wiregrass Daily News Sports. You can find the podcast over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review, and I will read it on a future edition of the show. And if you just leave four stars, you are just a straight-up hater. You can follow me on social media over at pjordansec. You can email me at sportstalkfieldjordan at gmail.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report on Wiregrass Daily News Sports and part of DGO Strategies. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dothan Woods Football on I-6.9, the legend, and Auburn writer for last word on college football. Everybody joining me on the show today, we're joined by Mark Seaving, head coach over at the Elba Tigers. Uh, they won in the first round of the playoffs on Friday night against University Charter out of Livingston, beat them 70-8. to And, uh, Coach, congratulations on the first-round playoff win. Thank you, Philip. It's, uh, it's, it's good to, to always be able to host that first game and uh, really proud of our, our, our guys and the way they went out there and played. I told them at the halftime – um, you know, there's, I, I literally had nothing negative to say, which is very rare about how we played. Um, it just seems like everything's clicking kind of like we, you know, we've, we've planned on it clicking at this time of year and, uh, hope it just gets better for this week. Yeah, it just seemed like you're know, keeping up with the score and then reading up on and seeing some stuff after the game. Just like you guys really just continue from the momentum and how y'all were playing, uh, for the regular season into that first round game. Yeah, and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what you do. You want to be playing your best ball there towards the end. And, and I mean, you know, University Charter School, they're, they're a relatively new school. So they were, you know, their coach told me that the meeting the previous week that, you know, they were really just happy that they were in the playoffs. So, um, you know, there was, it was definitely a mismatch in our favor. Um, but now, you know, uh, I mean, that's what we work for. So, you know, we don't apologize for that. And, uh, you know, like we tell our players, look, the opponent doesn't matter. We want to play to a standard, and that's the, you know, the Elba Tiger standard. And uh, really felt like they did that um, in all facets of the game. Felt like we dominated all facets of the game on Friday night. So, yeah, and, you know, and just, and some of them, I think I saw it was what their second year of playing football. So just, you know, just congrats to them for making. You know, that's a big thing too. Just any program get to the playoffs in your year two. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, you know, just I mean, I could imagine, you know, what it, he told me. He said, "Coach, I was here before the first knee pad got here." So, you know, he he's been there. That head coach is uh, uh, Coach Mosley, I believe. Sam Mosley's his name, I think. <clears throat> and uh, he said, you know, that uh, they'd just been starting out and everything. And so, yeah, that's a big accomplishment for their team, and there may be a team on the rise in the future. So, um, you know, because I tell you, I'll be honest with you, we didn't even university charter we were like where are they from you know and then we started watching their film and saw they were playing their home games at west alabama's campus so um you know we said okay it must be livingston so but yeah a good coach and and i'll say this they got a good team i mean they had a good scheme and um you know but we we uh went out there and just dominated so uh every time we we got a hold of the ball we were scoring really quick and and got some big stops and we gave up a couple plays here and there but uh 
ended up uh, recovering from that and not giving up points, uh, which was really, really good. You know, sometimes uh, we're, we're prone to give up an early touchdown, and, and it was good to see that we didn't do that this week. I know it, uh, running back Alvin Henderson had a great game, seven touchdowns. Uh, coach, uh, I was looking, he, he scored running, receiving, punt return, kick returner. Was there any chance that uh, he was going to get to throw a pass on Friday night? Because like that's the only way he didn't score for you guys. <laughs> Yeah, he actually, you know, he actually has thrown a couple this year for us. So, um, but you know, the the, the here's uh, a, a stat you may not know um, is he only had six carries. You know, so I mean, he's uh, he was literally just scoring at will. You know, in all facets of the game, like you said, and uh, you know, I mean, I was sitting there like he, I couldn't believe that at the end of the game. I said, "You are, are you serious? He only had six carries because it, it seemed like he had a lot more than that, but." Uh, you know, our offense just wasn't out there on the field that much because whenever we got the ball, I mean, we were just quick to score, you know, so uh felt like our defense was out there most of the night. Um, but I'll tell you what, now you can rest assured that going forward, he's going to be, he's going to be getting more than six. Yeah, I guess, for, you, you, like I said, for you guys going forward, I know we, we talked about this uh, when I had you on during the season, too, that, you know, he was getting a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards, but not a lot of carries, and you said that was a benefit for later on, so he would be fresh toward this time of year, so that's got to be a great advantage for you guys. Yeah, you know, he's ranked, I think he's ranked number one in the state right now for yards, um, and the guy that's second has got like 300 carries. Alvin's got, you know, less than 150, I know. So, uh, you know, the difference is Alvin's, you know, averaging 17, you know, something a carry or close to it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's fresh and 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 ready to go and, and ready, you know, for more of the load. So, uh, you know, and, and he's not the only one we got that can score. I think we've mm-hmm. really shown that over the over the course of the season. Um, Caden Atkins is a force to be reckoned with at the wing back and. Uh, Braden Johnson is, you know, he's a powerful runner at quarterback, and uh, and then we bring in guys like uh, Cody Gray and uh, Cassidy Carpenter, you know, that have all scored in games. So uh, we've got a lot of ways we can we can score, and and we do and we can throw the ball, you know, if we need to. Um, you know, we just, you know, we have a little bit of a different philosophy the, the way that we play football and. And uh, we're, you know, we we take pride in running the football, and that's what we're going to do uh, until you stop us. So there's really no need to throw it if you're being successful running it. Oh, absolutely! I know on Friday night, Port uh, Dothan Eagle, you had Cody Gray got in the end zone, Braden Johnson, in, and Gerard Anderson too as well. So, like I said, it what does Alvin Henderson? Uh, a lot of people uh, got a chance to get into the end zone on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, that's good, and uh, got to play a lot of young guys there in the second half, and, and we did against. Uh, McKenzie uh, the previous week also so you know that experience just helps us in the future and and uh, we're, we're glad we could get those guys some reps and get in there and uh, they get in there and compete and and did really good on all on the offensive side of the ball uh, the past two weeks with the young guys but uh, still need some work on the defensive side of the ball so yeah you know talking about on the defensive side of the ball I was looking at some stats uh, for you guys over at Max Preps and I for one, uh, your defense is has tons of tackles for losses, which just looks like you guys just live in the opponent's backfield. Uh, Caden Atkins had 86 tackles on the regular season at 29 tackle losses. I know uh, Jacob Watkins is another had 18. So that seems like a great strength for you guys, just uh, staying in the opponent's backfield. 
Yeah, you know, those um, those guys are both linebackers for us, and and uh, we do have a, a, a you know a pressure package that we were we're bringing those guys occasionally and things like that, and and they're guys that you know if you don't block them, I mean, they're there's those those two can make you know I mean they're great tacklers, so. Um, uh, yeah, and you know, defensively, you know, really, really proud with how our defense has done this year. We're so much better than we were last year, and um, you know, a lot of the touchdowns that we've given up have been, you know, you know, I'm talking about throughout the whole season. I don't know, I know we're not, you know, quote unquote ranked, you know, defensively, but you know, a lot of that is is you know, our touchdowns that we're giving up are our young guys, and. uh you know, that we put in there towards the end of the game and, and we're okay with that. Um, you know, we know that's going to happen. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we get up 50 to nothing on somebody and we put in our young guys and, you know, I've got two ninth grade corners out there and they're, you know, they start throwing bombs to their six, three receivers, you know, for touchdowns, you know, my ninth grade corners, you know, they just don't have the experience to be able to cover those guys. So, you know, um, so yeah, I mean our defense is playing good. Our defensive line, uh, Siler and Caleb Mitchell are dominant up there, and uh, really proud of, of how our our inside linebackers, those guys, we have three of them that can just uh, man, they show up every week and you know make some big plays for us. And and uh, you know against McKenzie, I think we had five interceptions in that game, so we're getting it done on the back end also. So uh, yeah, really pleased with how the how the defense is playing. We Actually, this week we were without our starting corner, uh, Cameron Gray, and uh, we get him back this week, so we're excited uh, to get him. Yeah, and then talking about your matchup for uh, this this week in the second round, you'll be hosting Millery, who's 9-2 on the season, uh, beat Notasoga uh, 55-0 also in the first round. And I was watching some some highlights on them, and it looks like they're a team that likes to push the ball down the field with their quarterback, uh, Dalen Edmonds. So uh, having your quarterback back will be uh, big there, but just kind of like what you, when you see uh, with this matchup. Well, they're an outstanding football team, and I'll tell you, their coaching staff does an outstanding job. Those guys are good year after year, and uh, uh, you know, yeah, they, you know, things, from, you know, things from this point forward are uh, are going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, I mean, you know, we're playing some quality teams that you know that if we don't play good, can beat us, and uh, you know, Millery's definitely in that category. They. Uh, they're very effective offensively. They can, you know, take take the ball, move it down the field. They can, you know, nine, ten play drives and not have any, any penalties or any turnovers. Very disciplined in that respect. And then, you know, defensively, boy, they've just hardly given up any points all year at all. They uh, really swarm to the football. They got big, big linemen that uh, that are real gritty. I, I, and I would call their defense gritty. I mean guys that really, really swarm to the football, you know, are relentless in their pursuit of the ball and can tackle when they get there. So, you know, this is uh it's definitely gonna be a different type of game. You know, we're not gonna uh, you know, I mean I you know, we're not gonna be able to just go out there and and run through them, you know, like we have some of our other opponents and uh, and it's and of course, you know, it's a big it's a it's a tough game for them too. I mean i we've got confidence in our kids. Um, and, and I know our kids are going to be excited for the challenge, and I'm sure theirs will too, and, and that'll make for a great second-round football game. You know, and, and looking at, you know, again, I'll bring up their quarterbacks. As I said, he, he looks like he's a runner and a passer. And just, you know, from yeah. your years of coaching, when you go up against a quarterback that's kind of got that dual threat uh, side to him like that, what's always like the biggest keys to that? Well, I mean, you know, one of the things we were talking about today that we're going to, you know, 
to send a message to our players is, is don't let 11 beat you. And, uh, you know, we got to find a way to, to affect him. He's a really good passer. So, you know, if we can get him in some long uh, down and distance situations and, and maybe pressure him a little bit, uh, you know, and, and make him throw off his back foot, make him throw on the run, make him throw a bad ball, you know, those things, uh, those are big. You know, it doesn't have to be a sack every time. It can just be, you know, just affect the throw. You know, we, we, we tell our guys if we can affect the throw, then, you know, that's as good as a sack a lot of times. So, um, and then, uh, you know, they're capable everywhere else. They got a little number 10 who's an outstanding player. Um, he's uh, probably their best receiver. Um, quarterback seems to really like uh, throwing the ball to him. He's a kid that can get open understands how to run routes uh you can tell he's a real smart player um and he's uh you know very uh uh very quick and fast and deceptively so he just doesn't look it you know but uh you get to give him the ball and he can he can definitely hurt you so yeah it's going to be a challenge defensively you know they they run a ton of formations they're a spread team run a ton of formations so you know you've you got to make sure, you know, our, our biggest thing with that is, is, is we feel like if we can just get lined up correctly, you know, and, and you'd be amazed at, at sometimes how difficult that is. But if we could just get lined up correctly, that, that, you know, we've got a chance to stop people, you know, and um, so dealing with that many formations this week, as many as they do, I haven't counted them all up, but I've got about six sheets of paper in there full of them. So uh, it's going to be a challenge and you kind of get into the, like, what do you work on, you know, because you don't know what you're going to see exactly because they do so much offensively. So uh, definitely tough team to, to prepare for and, and, and a tough team in general the way that they play the game. You know, and uh, finally, before, before I let you go, just uh, any any last thoughts going into this matchup? Just, you know, hey, y'all, you guys going to be at home, you know, get the home crowd on your side all, and all that uh, packed out there at Elba. Yeah, you know, we had some rain on Friday night, and that affected uh affected our 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 crowd a little bit and, and maybe people from coming out but uh you know i'll tell you what man you know elba's been good to us over the years the community has in supporting our team and if there was ever a game where we're going to need it we need it on friday night so uh you know really want uh want everybody to come out and, and everybody else too if your team got beat and you want to come see a good football game head over to elba high school because uh, uh, you know, us and Miller is going to be a good one. And our boys are excited about it. You know, we've, we've got a lot of confidence in our players and in our team. And, uh, you know, we want to try to take this thing as far as we, as far as we can. And we can, uh, we, you know, our crowd is definitely plays a huge role in that. So we would appreciate any support that we got. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I wish you good luck this Friday. I know people in the Wiregrass will be cheering for you. Won't be just the Elba crowd. It'll be, uh, the Wiregrass as a whole, uh, will be cheering for the Elba Tigers this, this Friday night as y'all host Millery. And, uh, and I appreciate you coming on the show, coach, and, uh, talking about your playoff win and uh, previewing the matchup. Thank you, Philip. Appreciate you having me. Want a chance to see the Iron Bowl in person? Enter for your chance to win two tickets to the Iron Bowl on Saturday, November 25th. To enter, simply complete the form at 969thelegend.com. The winner will be announced on Friday, November 17th. 
96.9, the legend is your connection to classic country legends. But Digio Strategies has other options, too. News Talk 103.9 is your source for America's top news and entertainment shows, like Rick and Bubba in the morning, Glenn Beck from 9 till 11 a.m., and Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, middays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Sean Hannity, Lars Larson, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, and others fill your day with the latest news and views from America's top conservative voices. America at Night and Coast to Coast AM keep you company and connected throughout the night. Plus, Fox News, the Alabama Radio Network, and Wiregrass Daily News keep you informed with national, international, state, and local news. And with more musical choices like all the hits, 106.7 KMX, Today's Country, 95.5 WTVY, and Music 107.7. Digio Strategies gives you more choices and more variety. Listen on air, online, and on our apps. 96.9 The Legend is just the beginning. All right. Thanks again to Coach Mark Seaving for coming on the show. And uh, good luck, as I said there, to the Elba Tigers this Friday when they host Millery in the second round of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs. Now let's look at the round two schedule. I know what you're saying. Philip, you did not go over the scores from Friday. Actually, I did. Go over into the feed on the Wiregrass Daily News Sports feed. You'll see the post game from the Dothan Wolves Mary Montgomery game. Well, on there is also the postgame school board show so go check that out what we're going to do here now is go over the schedule for this week and also i will talk about some news a wiregrass player is going to play for alabama but first let's look at the schedule for round two for teams in the wiregrass in 7a enterprise will go to mary montgomery it's a team that just beat dothan and of course enterprise had the convincing win over daphne on Friday night. They will also play the winner of the Auburn Central Phoenix City game. So could be seeing another matchup with Enterprise and Central. Maybe Mary Montgomery can get their second ever playoff win. They go meet Central. Use Auburn and Central is a really big game. When they played a few weeks ago, it was it was a one sided affair. Central has just been a great team all year. Uh, some may think it's pretty much lining up for them at Thompson, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, there's a reason why they play it on the field and instead of us just talking about it. If we could predict anything so easily, uh, there would be no need uh, for the games we play. And a lot of times, as we saw in the first round, uh, favored, being favored, can uh, not always lead to an automatic victory. And then in 5A, Charles Henderson at 7-3 will be at 11-0. Gulf Shores, of course, Gulf Shores is in the news lately. Let you guys, you can go look that up. They will be playing the winner of UMS Wright at Headland. So we could have Wiregrass teams matching up in the third round. Other matchup in 5A, Demopolis will be at BC Rain. The winner of that game will play the winner of Faith Academy 8-3 at Ufala. So Ufala getting another home game here in the playoffs. In 4A, Andalusia will be at Jackson. Andalusia is 10-1 on the year. And then Jackson is undefeated at 10-0. They will be playing the winner between Hanley and Booker T. Washington. In 3A, Houston Academy 10-1 will be at 11-0 Mobile Christian. These two teams did meet up last year in the first round. And HA got knocked out in that one when they were the home team. So maybe they can return the favor this year with Mobile Christian. The winner of this game will play against Trinity or Flomington. Thomasville will be at Strawn, and the winner of that game will play the winner between Randolph County and St. James. 
In 2A, Clark County, 6-5, will be at Goshen, 9-2. and two. Goshen had the exciting win over GW Long last week. The winner of that game will face either Highland Home, who's 10-1, or B.B. Comer, who is 11-0. Highland Home last week knocked out Ayrton in the first round. Cottonwood at 9-1 will go to play Isabella, who's 9-2, and and the winner of that game will play Thorsby or Realtown. So Cottonwood looking to continue the season. Get that 10th win of the year. It's been a while since Cottonwood has done that. So pretty be pretty cool if they could do that on Friday. Now we're jumping down into 1A. Lochapoca at 10 and 0 will be at 7 and 4 Brantley and the winner of that game will play either Georgiana 9 and 2 or Leroy who's 10 and 0. Uh, as a Cottonwood graduate, I can tell you every time I see the name Leroy it brings some bad memories. My senior year in high school was 05. I'm a lot older than I think I am. So the 04 football season and then the 05 season, they knocked Cottonwood out two years in a row. And uh, both were kind of competitive games, so just brings up bad memories of the Bears. Uh, unfortunately, losing the playoffs when I see the name Leroy pop up on anything. Then, of course, what we talked about with Coach, Coach Seaving. Millery at 9-2 and will be at 11-0. and Elba and the winner of that game will meet up with the winner between Maplesville, who is 7-4, and Sweetwater, who is 9-1. Now, this Thursday, we got some championship football games going on in Montgomery at the Crampton Bowl in AISA. So, I want you guys to know who's going to be playing in these championship games. In 3A, it'll be Glenwood versus Lee Scott. In 2A, it'll be Chambers Academy versus Banks Academy. And then in 1A, it'll be Lowndes Academy versus Wilcox Academy. And then finally, some news to talk about here on the show. Charles Henderson, junior defensive end, Zion Grady, announced he is committing to the University of Alabama. Per the Dustin Eagle, he said, I went with Alabama because I feel like they can develop me best at the next level. He's a six foot four, 225-pound defensive end. He is a five-star by most recruiting services. Uh, on the year, he has 70 tackles, 21 tackles for loss, nine sacks, and one interception. So cool deal there for Zion Grady going to the University of Alabama. We'll see how he does. We'll see how he does this this week. He's still got football games to play. As I said, in 5A, they'll be at Gulf Shores this week. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Remember, you can follow me on social media at PJordanSEC. Podcasts are available on all your favorite podcast platforms and WiregrassDailyNews.com. Go find the Wiregrass Daily News Sports feed to find this show. And also, you can email me at sports.fieldjordan at gmail.com. Now, we'll be back for more high school football stuff next week, recapping and looking back at what happened in round two with Wiregrass teams. Just kind of start looking over to the state as a whole, too, what is going on with some of these teams. And also the rest of the week, we'll be keeping you updated on all the other stuff going on, Alabama, Auburn, the SEC. Some cool stuff to talk about with that when it comes to the SEC and some firings and stuff that happened on Sunday. But we'll jump into that throughout the week as well. Anyways, I hope everybody has a great day. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.